Hello folks, I am Vincent and this is Nerd One. Today we're talking about Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. Yeah, you heard that right. We are doing a review of the Fellowship of the Ring. And why, you may ask? Well, I will tell you why, dear listener. Because back in 2001, yes, I am late on this, it was the 20th anniversary of the Fellowship of the Ring hitting theaters. And it was the start of something massive. Um, You know, the books have been out since, I believe, the 50s or so, or the 40s from J.R. Tolkien and when the movie came out it became something that went from being just something that you would kind of dive into the books for and just get lost, lost, lose yourself in the whole the whole world of it whole, the whole lot of Middle Earth, Earth to everyone now getting into it and it's kind of funny because 20 years ago, when I was in high school, yes, I am that old. <laughs> Go figure. Um, my dad had bought me the books because I had mentioned to him that the movie's coming out. And he's, he basically asked me if I ever read the books. And I said, no, I had not. So he bought me the books and said, you'll enjoy them more. And I did. I read all three books. Well, I read The Hobbit as well. So all four. And when the movie came out I was not quite done with the first book but hey, I love a good movie and I saw the movie I finished the book and I powered through book 2 and 3 went back, read The Hobbit and just like I said, it was the start of something big and it was really big for me because I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan like I got the replica of the One Ring I you know, have Aragorn's ranger sword. I have a replica of Sting. Very close to buying a replica of Gandalf's sword as well. Um, almost got Legolas's daggers. There's a lot of stuff on my bucket list for Lord of the Rings. You know, weaponry and memorabilia that I would quickly buy if I had the movie. Easily buy. Like I want a replica of Aragorn's ring. I want the two serpent ring. Um, man, I want Gandalf's staff too. It's badass. Well, and actually both of them. You know, Gandalf the Grey staff is awesome. And Gandalf the White staff is just clean. But Gandalf the White's in, you know, the following movies. We're talking about Lord of the Rings Fellowship Ring. And for those who don't know, it's basically the story of the One Ring is the one ring to rule them all over the realms of men, dwarves, and elves. And it follows the adventures of, well, it starts off with the hobbits, with Merry, Pippin, Sam, and Frodo, who are really, hobbits just live a simple life, and that's what they enjoy. Except for the Bagginses. Bilbo started that. And Frodo coming into possession of the One Ring from his uncle Bilbo, who had taken it from Gollum's cave, and I think we did an episode on Gollum a while back. 
If not, we'll we will do an episode on Gollum. He's a fun little character. But so Frodo comes in possession of possession of the One Ring, is advised by Gandalf to well, okay, according to the movie, he is advised to go to the Green Dragon in Bree, and he'll meet him there. When Gandalf is in show, Aragorn takes the lead and takes the hobbits to um, Rivendell. Along the way, they, you know, meet up some with some unfairly, well, unsavory characters, we'll call them. Um, they're known by many names, but you probably know them as the Nazgul. So after a little, a little skirmish between the hobbits and the you know, Nazgul, eventually Aragorn coming in and kind of, you know, whooping ass, they eventually all make it over Rivendell where it is decided that the One Ring cannot be wielded, cannot be used, but only by Sauron who created it, and it must be destroyed. So Frodo's volunteers to take the One Ring to Mount Doom to be destroyed. And from there, the Fellowship forms. You know, Sam, Mary Pippin join his side, so does Gandalf, Aragorn, you know, the one true king of men, Boromir, the son of the steward of Gondor, Legolas of the Wooden Realm, and Gimini, son of Groin. And, you know, Groin is one of the, one of the dwarves from, I believe, yeah, he, he was in uh, The Hobbit. Sorry. I need to go back and reread these books again. So the Fellowship sets out, you know, to find their best route, best route and best road to Mordor. Um, but not only do they have to go, you know, go in secrecy, they have basically time running against them, and they have the forces of Saruman, uh, Gandalf's old, I wouldn't say his old master, but it was the, he, Saruman was a leader of the wizards, he was uh, the white wizard, and he's one who basically had the most power amongst all the wizards. And he became deceived by the ring's power. And he decided that he was going to take it for himself. So, in, well, I don't say because of secrecy, but because Saruman was working you know, against the Fellowship, they decided to go through, you know, the caves of Moria, where, unfortunately, spoiler alert, Gandalf falls. Da, da, da to a Balrog. I wish I could do an Irish accent. It'd be a lot, a lot more fun, but nah, we're not going to try. We're not going to ruin it. So the Fellowship eventually makes their way to Lothorian, where they find comfort and rest, eventually setting out on the road again to, to Mordor. And it is where they make camp for the night that they are ambushed by a new type of orc, the Urukai. And basically, they're—I believe they're saying they're breeding, breeding goblins and men together to make them. And it's like this unholy-looking creature. I, I assume everyone listening to this podcast has seen these movies. And if you haven't, please do. Uh, they're on HBO Max now. I believe you can get it on the extended editions, which will run you a solid three hours. 
or the regular auditions, which will run you about two and a half hours, I believe. But, you know, through the years, after this movie's come out, I mean, of course, they've done, you know, the extended editions. They eventually did, you know, the, the Hobbit movies, which weren't as well received because it seemed like they were fluffed up a lot more instead of sticking to the source material like Lord of the Rings was. We've had countless games for it. Um, there was, of course, the original Felcher of the Ring video game, which was hard as hell. It's a tough game. Then the Two Towers, and then Return of the King. Um, see, there's been other games as well. There's, of course, been the myriad of board games, um, memorabilia, merch, and, of course, the extended edition of the movies came out, which, you know, offers some more, some more insight, you know, into it. It didn't really, you know, change the story too much, but, like, at one point in the extended editions, uh, when they first enter Moria, you know, Gandalf shows them the riches of Moria. It says, not in gold or jewels or gems, but in Mithril. And I... I love the line where, you know, Gano says, you know, Balin once gave, you know, Bilbo a shirt of Mithril. And Gimli says, oh, that's a kingly gift. And Gandalf kind of chuckles like, I never told him, but his values was worth more than the whole of the Shire. And just the look on Frodo's face was just amazing. <laughs> oh, man, I have to watch these again soon. But... Also, you know, as the years have gone on, talking to different people about, you know, the movies, I have found out there are people who prefer either the extended edition or the original theatrical version. And I don't know why, but in my mind, I always thought everyone preferred the extended editions. But apparently sitting through a three-hour movie is a little much for some people. Not when it comes to Endgame. That's a whole different story, but... And there's always going to be the people who prefer the books. And the books offer a lot more detail to it. So, if you haven't read the books and you have seen the movies, read the books. It's worth your time. Um, they're not too bad. You know, you can find them really anywhere now. Uh, local library... If you're all digital, uh, download the Libby app and you'll find them on there. Um, yeah, they're a good read. They have sections in there that kind of change the story a little bit. But there's more characters in there. Um, different areas as well that they go to in the books that they can't in the movies. Because they can't really do everything that they can in the movies that they can in the books. It's just not feasible sometimes. So, yes, I know I should have had this episode out last month for the premiere, or well, for the 20th anniversary. But I was going to do something big. It fell through. It's going to bring people on. It fell through too. But it's okay. You still got me. Lucky you. But, folks, that's all I got for this time. So, once again, I am Vincent. This is Nerd1. Do come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter, Nerd15. We're on Instagram at Nerd1 Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash nerd1. That's where you'll find all the nerd1 merch for your heart's desire. But folks, until next time, 
Be safe out there. Be kind to each other. Wash your hands, stay clean, and we'll talk to you soon. And have a great day.